Welcome to Resilient Love Podcast. Join hosts Quentin and Brianna as they discuss tips on love, life, and business. Let's get into this next episode. Everybody. Hey, everybody. We are back with another episode of Resilient Love. Okay, you own it. Good. <laughs> All right. So, uh, guys, we are back again. And this episode, we are talking about purpose in a pandemic. You know, throughout this time, if you guys recognize this month, March 2021, represents one solid year since the first case was actually mentioned. But outside of that, there were some things happening in people's lives that you just wouldn't know unless you took the time to ask. And so we have a special guest with us today, our friend, uh, Miss Lita Ward. Hi, Miss Lita. Hey, guys. How are you doing? Thank you guys so much for having me on this wonderful, purpose-driven broadcast. Yes. And she said it best. Look, we're going to have to keep keep you on. (laughs) (laughs) So um, I don't want to hold the conversation. Go ahead, Q. So I'm so glad to have Miss Lita. I'm going to jump right in with the first one. We will allow you to introduce yourself to our listeners and tell them how amazing you really are beyond what we know. (laughs) Oh, my Lord. Please don't even start. (laughs) <laughs> but my name is Lita P. Ward, and I'm the owner uh, and operator of LPW Editing and Consulting Services, LLC, and editor of Midwife Publishing. Um, and I am really grateful to be here today. Um, I'm just an ordinary person trying to do an extraordinary things by an amazing and awesome God. So that's just who I am in a nutshell. Um, I'm just me. Uh, I've been knowing um, Q and Rebriana for a long time. And I tell you, you guys have been a blessing in my lives. Um, So I just really appreciate being here today. Really. I really do. Yes. It's like great minds. It's like a whole (laughs) think tank right now. And, you know, that brings us to our next one about how we are advocates for living out our God-given purpose. And you said it best. You know, you're doing extraordinary things, doing amazing God. So when you talk about and reflect over this year, what was the purpose in the pandemic for you? Wow. Well, okay. For many of us, I think that the pandemic was, um, it was like reset, restart, and refocus. And it was definitely a reset for me economically and financially because I was working for the University of Mount Olive and I had been there for 15 years and I loved my job. And I will often tell people, I'm not leaving this place unless they keep me out. Okay. But people always tell me, you know, you should be, you know, you should, you're not supposed to be here. And Bob, and I'm saying to myself, 
you don't know my pocketbook, you know, you know, I have these benefits. I love what I do. You know, even though my job was in a transition, um, at one point in time, I was like the, you know, I was face to face with students. Mm-hmm. But when the when the university transitioned to more online, I was no longer interacting person with the students, which I, which I lost. I loved it. Yeah. And I became more of a salesperson. So I knew that it was it was transitioning. But when the pandemic hit, um, they terminated all of the, the director's positions and I cited our assistance position. So for me, um, the purpose of the pandemic for me was to it was almost like resetting my mindset of not being complacent because I think mm. I had become complacent um, in the role at university. And I do believe even though I had started my business in 2000. 14 sometimes i looked at it as almost as a hobby so so this really made me understand that sis this is no longer a hobby for you but this is your uh this is your profession and this is your business and you need to treat it as such so you know not only did it shift my finances it shift my mindset and it caused me to refocus and put things in a different perspective not just you know it and of course there's a spiritual piece to that but right now we're talking entrepreneurship but that's what it did for me wow and you know quentin and i can really hit that point too because i was teaching it's amazing how god worked because in the pandemic i was teaching preschoolers and now i'm teaching high schoolers so you know i definitely transitioned (laughs) (laughs) yeah you did (laughs) and q i went from doing having two jobs to furlough on both and then working remote wow. the next year so wow wow yeah. so the yeah. transition the purpose in the pandemic definitely showed us that god there's more that's the mm-hmm. word god gave me for 2021 there's more in store exactly exactly so our next question is what are the differences and similarities in working a nine to five versus the working your own business? Okay. Uh, jot us a couple of them down. Um, I think the main difference for me was being able to set my own schedule. Mm-hmm. With the, you know, with the nine to five, I had to be there at eight 30 or, or nine and I'll you know, leave there at six. But I noticed that with my own business, I tend to work more hours because I'm able to set that schedule. You know, I may have a client that say, well, I can't talk to you doing nine to five because I'm working a job. So right. they may not be able to have a consultation or a book coaching you know, class with me until maybe seven o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. Or I would stay up, you guys, editing or formatting like. 10 o'clock or I would get up at, at midnight, you know, can't sleep and work on a book. And my husband like, it's like you're working more hours now than when you were working, you know, at the university. Yeah. So, you know, so there, there's, but another good thing about it is the, is the flexibility. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm able to set my own schedule because my oldest daughter, she became ill um, in October of 2020. And um, I had to, she's in Raleigh, her and her husband and son. So I had to go and live with them from October until a week before Christmas. And I know that if I had a nine to five, I would not have been able to do that. So there's a lot of purpose in that pandemic because God already knew 
that I was going to be needed, you know, somewhere else. So, you know, so don't, you know, I tell people all the time, don't sweat God's purpose and his plan for your life because one way or the other, it's going to come to fruition. You can kick and scream all you want, but you just might as well just get with the program and make your life a little bit less stressful and a little bit easier and just go with the flow. So, so that's, you know, the difference for me. Now, the similarity was um, being professional and yes. working with integrity. Um, you know, if you say you're going to do, you have this set out for you to do, you need to do it. If you tell somebody that you're going to do this, this and that, this, that's what you need to do. And definitely being professional at all times. That's, you know, I think you have, I think that's the greatest similarity um, of working a nine to five and working your own business. You still want to have those great assets that you had, you know, in the marketplace um, in your business. And I love, I love how you said still professional. <laughs> yeah. Because especially, and I'm going to just take a little veer off right here. We are African-Americans and we have to keep, the professionalism at its highest. Yes. I know some people don't want to say that. That's like the elephant in the room, but mm -hmm. we have to. And a lot of times, if we have an off day as entrepreneurs, like it's almost like you really can't have an off day. I told Quentin, because I myself actually got ill. And it's like during my time, it was almost like, girl, you really can't be sick because you got to do this, you got to do this, you got to do that. And you know, you want to keep that level of professionalism clear mm -hmm. cut across the board and communicate whatever changes are happening and it's like it's so amazing like you said how god already knew i need to take you out of this set location and give you that open opportunity to move like you need to exactly. so that's awesome yeah exactly um yeah same for me is working remote is definitely a change for me never before have i ever thought <laughs> So, you know, really, even though I can just get a mover, maneuver how I want to, I still have to create a structure in my day. Mm -hmm. And yeah. um, even in my downtime, be doing something productive. Right, right. You're yeah. right. Because, yeah, because I could definitely like just, you know, I, you know, get up and do my devotion, you know, and try to do a little bit of workout and then, you know, just immediately get distracted. You know, you like get distracted, like, okay, girl, you're supposed to be doing this, but you over there doing three other things that somebody else can take care of. You know, it's almost like you still have to learn how to, um, what I'm trying to say, not designate, but um, multitask, not multitask, but but somebody else can do it, you know. Oh, yeah, delegate, delegate, delegate. somebody, somebody <laughs> else can do that. You know, your right. hands don't have to be in everything, you know. Focus, you know, become laser focused on what you're supposed to do during that day. And then once you're done doing what you was on your schedule to do, prioritize, mm -hmm. then, you know, if that's not done, then go do it. And then I also had an issue of I'm home. So I just felt like I had to clean up everything. <laughs> I clean. I mean, I'm like, girl, you have a business and it's not housekeeping right now. That, right. It's, it's, it's OK. Leave. It's OK. Leave that there. You know, stick with your schedule and prioritize. So I did have that issue, you know, not being in a nine to five because I was home. I just felt like I had to cook. I had to clean, you know, I don't know. I guess that's just the, the wife in me. You know, I just felt like I had right. to do all those things, you know, because I was home. But I still had to remember you have a business to run. Mm -hmm. And if you don't run it, 
who's gonna do it for you because it's you it's just you just you and that's that's so powerful like we all want to have that just us this is my thing this is my baby but you know there comes a level of responsibility in running your own business because you are responsible for filing those taxes you are yes. responsible for making sure you know you dot every i cross every t so it it's a different level you know we have hr for that i am right. hr <laughs> <laughs> did you want to add anything <laughs> It's just funny when you say HR, you know, you, you want to pick up the line and dial an extension and say, HR, I got this issue with my check, but you have to call yourself and say, Self, we didn't yeah. take care of that. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, that brings us to this other question about what's your main advice for mm. someone who feels led to go into full-time entrepreneurship? Okay. What I would like to share with them is to make sure you're ready to handle your finances responsibly. Mm -hmm. Because it may be a while before you are in um, I'm on the plus side. Right, right. It, it, it may be a while, you know, just because you get that first good check does not mean for you to go out and splurge and buy you, buy you those shoes or that pocketbook you've been looking at. Mm -hmm. Okay invest take it invest back into your business or just save yeah so you know because money finances can cause a lot of stress mm. you know whether and not you know even though i'm running this business i still have a household we still have bills you know what i'm saying uh you know when i you know took you know i took over well became an entrepreneur full time you know i wasn't just trying to put everything on my husband right you know I still wanted to be able to, you know, help out like I did before. So my advice is to handle your finances responsibly, please. Please, <laughs> please do that. Listen. Right, be prepared to, you know, take some losses and learn from them. Because, you know, even though you're in business, everybody's not going to utilize your services, Ooh. especially family and friends. And try not to take that personal. You have to understand that they're not the only one with wallets and pocketbooks and purses. Did y'all catch that? And oftentimes your services you have may not fit their wallets and purses, but it does fit a lot of wallets and purses out there. Okay. So do not, you know, don't, 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 um, don't lessen or minute or, or minimize what you have to offer by thinking it is too much if you don't value yourself no one else is going to value yourself that's right but make sure what you are charging you're giving more than what you're charging and it doesn't necessarily have to be a lot of work it can be that professionalism it can be you know that integrity that spirit of integrity it can be you know mentoring you know whatever it is it does not necessarily have to you know be taken away from your finances exactly man i know, I, I know there was a lot but i couldn't just think of just one thing no that's good because we need we need the truth and the truth shall set you free and oh, let you true. know if you're going to really pursue this or is this just you having a rough day yeah and i think it's equally important because 
we know that a lot of entrepreneurs are going to be birthed out of this pandemic. Mm-hmm. They already mm-hmm. have began, but there's going to be more and they need some foundational principles to stand on when times get hard. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because so many be ready just throwing the tide because it's, it's not going to be the way you see it. You know, you're looking at all the famous entrepreneurs and they made it be. I don't think I don't think the majority of them made it overnight. Come on. Not the ones that I've seen and not the ones that look like me. Well, so you know, exactly. uh, you know us, uh, right? So, yeah, they had to work for it, so you do have to work. It's not gonna come easy. Mm-hmm. Nothing worth having ever does. Yeah, and I love that because you have to set a foundation. You know, you don't want to have that almost like a I won the lottery type business. Like it's good for this season, right? But I didn't do the proper harvesting, so it'll last for the next one. Yeah. 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 It definitely builds momentum, but um, it jumps right into the next question. And I'm really interested in uh, hearing the answer to how has this transition made you more resilient? Well, (laughs) (laughs) Um, I read I read this somewhere um, and I had had it written down. It says that resilience is our ability to bounce back from the stresses of life. It's not about avoiding the stress, but learning to thrive within the stress. And I know that this pandemic has been very stressful, um, emotionally, spiritually, financially. I mean, the whole nine. Um, But it has taught me to lean more on God. It, it really has. Um, and I, and I, it has also taught me that I have to trust him more because when that safety net was snatched from under me, <laughs> mm. which was my job. Yes. You know, I was like, what in the world are we going to do now? And my husband has always been the voice of reason. He was like, listen, you need to calm down. It's going to work out. If God allowed it to happen, he already has a plan in place for it. But you just, if you don't, if you don't feel like you, you see it, then you need to seek him so he can reveal it more to you. Mm. You know, um, because my, my natural mind said, how, you know, how, how are our bills going to get paid? You know, we got this house. We got, I got this car. You got your truck over there, but I got this car. You know how we're going to make it, you know, and but even in the pandemic, you guys, I was able to pay off my car. So who does that other than him? Yes. I was worried about the car making a monthly payment, but he already had it made out where I was going to be able to pay it off. Hmm. So I say paid off, paid off. So, <laughs> you know, so it, 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 you know, and then I, then I looked up resilience and it said that it was made of five pillars, self-awareness, mindfulness, self-care, positive relationships and purpose. Mm-hmm. So 
in this pandemic, you had to have been able to become more self-aware because you had to stay home. Yes. <laughs> you, I looked at myself and myself said, you home. You home. <laughs> what 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 are you fitting to do now? Hello. <laughs> you, you don't have a job. Yes. What, what are you going to do in this? They, they called it downtime, but it was never downtime for me. They caught they caught me. It was it wasn't because I became more mindful of, you know, God, what is it that you have me to do? I became more purpose minded yeah. because I didn't, you know, you know, and, you know, even and when they lifted lifted up some of the, you know, some of the um, um, regulations, regulations, you know, I still look for a job. And I was like, why are you looking for a job? You know, you're at this computer every day. You're working on this manuscript or someone is calling you or you're or you're you're mentoring or you're coaching. Why are you looking for a job? Because that's the other side of me saying, you know, well, you know, but the benefit I need those the health benefits. He was like, no, you don't need that. I'm, you know, that that you're it's being taken care of. Yeah, it's it's being taken care of. So, I mean, and then, you know, self-care, you have to take care of yourself. You know, because if you don't, how are you going to be able to function? You know, and then the other thing was, you know, uh, the purpose piece. Okay. Yeah. Now, I looked up the purpose piece because, <laughs> because it was just, you know, when I looked at purpose in the pandemic, when I saw it on your, on your broadcast, mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, okay. So she did tell me that earlier, but I completely forgot all about purpose was actually the key. So when I looked up purpose, you know, it's this just the educator in me. You guys, yeah, yeah, you got the dissect it. You got to right. dissect it. Right, purpose <laughs> is a reason or reason something or someone was created, and then God gave me the God-given design and tapestry of our lives. It's mm -hmm. our roadmap to success and accomplishing life's assignment. So my resilience is helping me to fulfill my purpose. Mm -hmm. in the kingdom and what he has blessed me in this pandemic to do full time yeah so i don't look at it so much as entrepreneurship i'm looking at it as fulfilling my purpose in the wow. kingdom i'm looking at it as it's a life's assignment and i feel like if i handle it like that by me putting him first then i do what i'm supposed to do i walk in integrity I be professional, you know, uh, when my, you know, when, when someone talks down to me uh, or um, gets on my nerves or under my skin, I'll act like he wants me to act. I won't act like them, even though I want to act like them, <laughs> but, but the Holy Spirit won't let me act like them. Hello. So, right. So well, you've been tested, tried. <sighs> but you survive. Yes, we survive. Not just surviving, but we thriving. We thriving. We thriving. Exactly. And that's so powerful, you guys, because Miss Lita just dropped a whole book. She see, she <laughs> is the editorial midwife. She just dropped a whole book in this session. So you guys better catch the purpose in the pandemic, Lita, Lita P. War. So I want to know, Miss Lita, before we close out, what else do you want to leave with our listeners and let them know where they can follow you? What else I want to know? I want them to um, keep their eyes and ears open to the Resilient Love podcast. 
guys are dropping some dimes and you're dropping wisdom and knowledge and understanding. And um, you guys have a lot to offer. I'm really excited about you guys. Um, excited about your book, your ebook that you um, that you released. Yeah. And looking for more. And th that's all I want to share about about you about you guys. But <laughs> but as far as how they can you know connect with me, I'm on Instagram as the underscore editorial underscore midwife, or they can check me out on Facebook at LPW Editing. Um, I do have a Facebook page or um, leaderwar.org. Well, well, well. Yeah. I tell you what, I have gained some knowledge, some keys. I got the keys, keys, keys. I'm going to say that. <laughs> I'm going to have some keys to my car, keys to the house. Some of you guys better catch these nuggets and you're going to have some keys too to Come unlock some doors. All right. Because the pandemic really ain't over. Mm -mm. It's not. That means there's still some things that's going to be birthed even out of this. Exactly. So Q, what you want to say? Uh, as you were talking about keys, I heard early on in the pandemic, there will be keys in the streets. But the thing about keys in the streets, you still got to do the work and go pick them up mm -hmm. and, do All right. what, and do what's necessary to keep the keys. Mm -hmm. So you can get the keys and still lose them. So you got to keep those foundational principles intact. Yeah. Come on, Prophet Q. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, this has been so good. Listen, drop your comments down there. Leave us a great review on M um, Apple Podcasts, even on other listening platforms. And listen, the links will be in the description box. And you guys have a great one. Thank, Thank you, guys. Thank you. <laughs>